This is the Horse Radio Network. This is a special episode of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Total Saddle Fit. Well, hi, everyone. Glenn the Geek here. This is a special episode of the Dressage Radio Show. We had an opportunity recently to speak with Robbie Roberts. He is spearheading the World Equestrian Center project here in Ocala. Why should you care? Because it's the biggest equestrian-related project being built in the country right now, and I'm sure will be the home to some amazing dressage competitions in the future. Robbie spoke with Piper Clem and I. Piper is the host of the Plaidcast on the Horse Radio Network. Let's get an update on the new World Equestrian Center right after this word from Kentucky Performance Products. You muck out his stall every day. You toss him hay and feed him his grain with just the right supplements mixed in. You adjust his blankets to keep him comfortable. And you always make sure he has enough fresh water. Before you ride, you brush off all the dirt and notice every bump or scratch. As you train, you feel every stride and notice each swivel of his ears as he listens to your aids. After you ride, you pause for a hug because your relationship is what it's really all about. The feeling you get when you hug your horse is priceless. It's why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Nalox Advanced. Fight back against colic and digestive upset. Nalox Advanced provides a scientifically advanced blend of ingredients that work synergistically to maintain your horse's digestive tract in peak condition. The horse that matters to you matters to us. Well, we have Robbie on here with us now, and we're talking about a big announcement coming for, for the World Equestrian Center. And Robbie, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. So a big announcement. We're, we're all waiting. What's going on? Well, we plan on opening the uh, North uh, World Equestrian Center January 21. So we're excited to uh, you know finally get a firm date and, and start planning around it. I live not too far from there, about three miles, drive by it all the time, and I have never seen so much construction equipment in one place in my life. Well, my father and mother, they live it every day with uh, probably two to 300 other people, and it seems like more get added every time that uh, you know, we, we need add to it. So we're excited to you know, have the team and put our heart and soul into it. And I guess we love what we're doing, so it's, it's not work. It's exciting and, and fun to us. So, Robbie, as a hunter-jumper competitor, um, I think the biggest thing I've heard is, besides all the excitement and people can't wait for it to open, I think 2021 there, they literally can't wait to show up. Um, the biggest question I get is what's going to happen um, about dates and U.S. Equestrian Federation um, mileage rule and rated shows, and how's all that going to work? You know, I, I go back to the date once, and then I guess we'll go to that next. I think the reason the date got pushed back too was because we want it to be perfect when we open it. We don't want any construction at all. So the showgrounds will be finished probably about, you know, maybe six months to eight months before that, maybe even a little bit sooner. But the hotel that's built right in the middle of the showgrounds is going to uh, not be done until like October, a year from this October. So, and then we want to give ourselves some months to uh, get our staff trained and things like that. 
but as far as dates, um, I we've talked to USEF a bunch and you know many other organizations about it because it's going to be a multi-use facility, and I think the dates will will come. I think we'll get what what you know we're supposed to have and what people want. But if not, I think uh, you know it, it is what it is. We'll have horse shows and we're going to have people come and. But I don't worry about that. I don't lose sleep over that because I think you build it and they will come and I think USEF will support it. So it's, you know, we've had plenty of meetings with USEF to talk about it. And I think that uh, we, we have a good plan, but there's nothing that's concrete. So I think we have to get it built and then, you know, see what happens at that point. One of the things, too, is this is not just English, right? You're going to be doing all kinds of shows, English, Western, breed, all of that. You know, we want to be the equestrian facility for the world. So it's, you know, much more than, you know, hunter jumpers. And, uh, you know, hopefully we have some huge FEI and, you know, um, you know, hunter shows there, but in jumper shows. But if, you know, that never happens, you know, we would have, you know, many, many other breeds. But, you know, my father and mother's always taught me that, you know, when you build something, you have to get it built. And, you know, my father says a lot, you have to let us speak to you. So I think when the place is built, it will plan its future. But right now we can't do anything with a bunch of dirt and, you know, and, you know, dust flying in the air. So, you know, we've taken a leap of faith to, you know, just, you know, do what we've done. And when it's finished, I think it will, it will find its own and it'll be what it's supposed to be at that date. So we've seen the video um, and it's up on the platforms.com if anyone hasn't viewed it yet. Um, what are you most excited about that, that this facility has? Um, there's so many amenities that we don't normally see at horse shows. It's, there's so much seating. It looks absolutely beautiful. Um, what are you most excited to add to the equestrian community? I think the biggest thing we can add is not infrastructure and not seats and stalls. You know, we got you know, over 2,000 you know, heated and air-conditioned stalls, and I think we seat 20,000 or you know, some, that number might be a little off, but somewhere around there. But uh, through all the venues and, you know, that through the whole place. But I think uh, having a place that uh, everybody feels comfortable, not that there's not places like that now, but our biggest, you know, goal in, you know, the North is to have everybody feel equal, whether it's your first horse show and you've never been there and, you know, you don't know what to expect or you've done it your whole life and you've achieved, you know, amazing things. Our goal is to make it so when you pull the gate through the front gates that, uh, you know, you feel comfortable and you feel like that, uh, like you've made, you know, new friends instantly and that you feel comfortable when you pull in the gate. So I think the feeling is the most that we can offer, you know, to the, every competitor. And I think, you know, if we can do that, we've succeeded. But if we build in, you know, the biggest place in the country and we have the wrong feeling, I think we failed. So. I think that's what we have to really be careful about is the uh, is what we create, not just you know the feeling, not just bricks and mortar. Piper, it's interesting. We had a com- I, Piper and I had a conversation before you came on, and she's been to your Ohio facility, and that's one of the things you said, Piper, is that feeling. You got that feeling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I have ponies, and you know, it's an A-rated division, but it feels marginalized at some horse shows, or you kind of feel like you're stuck out back in some places, and. Um, that's something I love about going to Ohio is that, you know, you, you feel important. You feel part of the horse show. You feel essential. And um, I love that well, feeling. You, well, you know, if we do the short stirrup and, you know, some of the opportunity classes, as grand as we do FEI, that may be the next FEI riders or the, you know, parents that support that person so they can become that. But if you, 
you know, if you water that down to the degree that people don't get excited about it, you may lose out from, you know, some future riders. And I don't think we have a problem with people coming into the sport. I think we have a problem with people, you know, leaving the sport. And in Wilmington, we have a lot of people that uh, come to lease a horse for the weekend or whatever, which we have a website that's managed with about 300 horses on it. And people come and lease the horse for, you know, a week or two weeks or whatever. We have about a 50% uh, you know, yearly lease rate or purchase from that website. It's not ours. It's managed from an outside person. But uh, I've heard so many times people come in and got out of the business. When they come, you know, to a, a, a new look at things, they, you know, repurchase their, you know, show equipment because they went as far as even to donate it or whatever, their, you know, sell their saddles. Well, they've, re, you know, created themselves and, you know, they're having fun again. So, yeah, I don't think we're doing things that much different, but I think we're doing it different enough to have a different feeling and make everybody feel uh, like it's their place. I always tell everybody at Wilmington, it's uh, their place, not mine, because when no one's there, it's uh, you hear a lot of creaky noises and it's really eerie. But when you load it up with people and horses, get the music going in the rings and, you know, get the horses walking around, it's a whole different feeling. So it's actually everybody's place. It's not one person's place. I think if we keep that feeling up, you know, going, I think we're going to, you know, have, you know, you know, some good things for the future of the sport, but we've had to make sure the bigger facility and uh, Ocala feels like a smaller facility in Wilmington. If we don't do that, then I, you know, I'm going to be very disappointed. Well, speaking of that facility in Ocala, it's obviously, is it the only one in the country that's going to have a hotel at the end, end of the main arena, uh, ring arena? I, we don't really look at other facilities, you know. We I, I don't know I, of any. I go to work and I go, <laughs> I go to work and I go home, and uh, I have a daughter and a wife, and you know, you seems like you blink, and that goes by so quick. The, our daughter's fifteen now, so uh, and it seems like you know, yesterday she was seven or eight, you know, six showing ponies. So um, you know, I really we don't focus on anybody else. We've had some calls from some of our major competitors, and to be honest with you. I, I feel like that we just need to focus on what we're, we're doing and, you know, not meet with other people and try to, you know, mix up our dream different than what it is. We need to focus on what we're doing and just, you know, do our best to do that and, uh, you know, get the brains along the way that's created the sport to this point, which we've done that. We've got a lot of advice from a lot of amazing, intelligent people, but uh, we've taken that and not let it, you know, change our dream. We just you know, made sure that we're going the right direction. We'll be back with more from Robbie right after this word from Total Saddle Fit. Total Saddle Fit, the shoulder relief girth that Reese and Philip both love. And here's why. The saddle fit solution you have been waiting for is finally here. TotalSaddleFit.com is proud to introduce the shoulder relief girth. This strategically shaped girth actually moves the girth line of your saddle back over one inch, thereby freeing your horse's shoulders from the saddle. Traditional girths pull saddles up against a horse's shoulders and often over the top of the shoulders. The shoulder relief girth's recessed ends allow for the billets to buckle into the girth farther back to give your horse unparalleled freedom of motion. We are so certain that your saddle will fit better and your horse will be more comfortable that for a limited time we are offering a 30-day, 110% money-back guarantee. If you are not totally satisfied with your shoulder relief girth, send it back for a full refund plus 10% of the purchase price. Don't wait. Order now for the best saddle fit solution available. 
at totalsaddlefit.com. Visit totalsaddlefit.com. Well, I do I have a question that have been starting to come up now as people are interested. You're going to have a bunch of different uh, properties and lots and uh, condos and things available there. Is there any word on when people will be able to start taking a look at where they'll be able to live at the property? We have a ton of stuff for sale today from spec homes in Golden Ocala. I think we're a little different, too, because with 2012 by 14 stalls, you can come and horse show and stay in the hotel, or you can buy within Golden Ocala and, you know, stall there as long as you want, where a lot of the horse shows are sold out. So you have to, like at Wellington, you have to have a, a, a farm stalls or whatever it's called, horse show stalls are usually sold out. But you can pull in and show for two days or two weeks, and we should be able to accommodate you with a number of stalls. And they're, you know, they're not, you know, not the tent stalls are bad, but they're not tent stalls. They're all 12 by 14 you know, permanent, you know, that air and grade stalls. So I think that you could show up today and buy an amazing house or condo, which I think we have 40 condos. It's brand new that just came out of the ground not too long ago. And spec houses being built every day. But as far as the Equestrian Estates, I think you'd be able to purchase one of them. I think there's 300 total. And you'd be able to purchase one of those, which within the next, um, you know, probably six months, we're still plotting. So you, if somebody fell in love with something, you might be able to do a reservation. So we, we've, you know, we're talking to people each day as it comes, but, and we're doing sales every day. Our, you know, the property around Ocala has kind of went up, you know, substantially and within the gates, our prices are what they are, but we've had a lot of sales within the gates. And one of the other questions that's starting to come out because there were some postings and it's gotten a bunch of our listeners excited about jobs that are going to be available. And it looks like you're starting to look for resumes for hiring for a ton of positions. We use an outside company that does the day-to-day uh, for all the hospitality parts of it, Columbus Hospitality, and because uh, I think everybody's good at certain things, and you know that's what they're really good at. We've used them uh, in Wilmington for a number of years, probably 10, 15 years. So they're starting to staff up as far as the hospitality parts part of it, and then we plan on using some of our uh, team in Wilmington that will transfer over because we, you know, we want the same feeling. We don't want to start from scratch, so. We're building a team that could do both as far as the horse show part. And then um, we also, um, you know, are starting to look at, you know, you know, having Columbus Hospitality do the, um, you know, the hospitality part of it, which we plan to be a different type of horse show. I think there's 11, 12 restaurants on site, not counting the clubhouse and, and all that. So, but all the restaurants should be tied together. You should be able to order food from, you know, ahead, be able to pick it up. You know, some of them will have drive throughs and then um, we plan on having a, a point-of-pay system so you should be able to check out and be able to do everything from like a wristband. So when you enter the property, you can pay cash credit or do a wristband, even entries. So when you even at the end of the day, end of the weekend, you can track everything, all your expenditures, just through you know your wristband account. And even the horse show videos and things like that, if you want to do uh, the wristband when you go in there, the cameras will automatically follow you. Then you can purchase it. It alert you when it's ready. You can purchase it all the pictures or all the rides at nighttime. So it should be more automated, which takes a little more time, but uh, that's what we're starting to put together now. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Piper, we were joking it would be like Disney World uh, for horse people, and with the wristbands, it truly will be like Disney World for the horse people. Absolutely. That's our goal, and we we did steal that from Disney. (laughs) Yeah. 
I hope you have but to pay less for band. it. They paid like a billion dollars to get that one done. So, <laughs> well, it's just it's just a band with a uh, like a card in it that ties to you. So when you go to the restaurant, it just ties you to uh, you know. It's just like having a, your own like right. credit card that it ties to you. So if you put your credit card on account, and then that number on that band on any reader would just say this is you know yeah. this farmer, this person. That's terrific. So it's it's gotten it's like anything else. I think the technology gets cheaper as uh, as you go. So it's a pretty, you know, not sophisticated technology, but um, we'll, we'll get there, and we're, it'll be hopefully to make things a little simpler and a little easier to manage. So the World Equestrian Center is launching a brand new website today, www.wec.net. You can also check out www.showcaseocala.com slash World Equestrian Center, um, where you can find a lot about properties and different updates as to what is going on on site, including the 140,000 square foot arena that will host equestrian horse shows in front of the hotel. And one other thing we didn't talk about, and I came from the retail world on the horse side, owned a store for many years and worked for many big companies. Uh, you're going to have a lot of shopping, right, Robbie? I can't, if I don't ask that, people will be mad. So, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a ton of, ton of shopping and uh, throughout the facility, and some of it is equipped to do um, from, you know, automobiles to, um, you know, luxury cars to, you know, high end, uh, you know, clothing and, you know, purses and it, it's equipped. So we're going after some of the, uh, you know, most exclusive retailers and, you know, automakers in the country and we'll see what happens. And hopefully um, the day we open, it'll be an amazing place to, to come and visit. Sounds great. WEC.net. I'm going to keep watching it every day and hoping that 2021 <laughs> comes quicker. Thanks, Robbie. Thank you. Thank you all. Well, that's it for this week's Dressage Radio Show. We hope you enjoyed this peek into what's coming to here in Ocala, right down the street from me. In the meantime, Reese and Philip will be back next week with their episode number 500. So I think they have some special things planned for that. Thank you all for joining us today. Don't forget you can find the Horse Radio Network shows, all of them, at horseradionetwork.com or on the Horse Radio Network app. Just search for Horse Radio Network in the iOS or Android app store. It's simple and it's easy to use for all 15 or 16, something like that, shows that we have here at Horse Radio Network. And, of course, you can hear me on Horses in the Morning five days a week, the only live morning radio show for the horse world and the most popular podcast for the horse world, horsesinthemorning.com. That's it for this week. We'll talk to you all next week. Be safe and stay warm. Stay warm.